Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers, what the fuck buddies, what the fucking ears? What the fuck, aloha. Yeah, that's right. Listen to this. That's the real ocean. It's the ocean. I hope it's not just coming off as noise, but I thought, like, I'm in Hawaii. I should do something. I should get outside and do something. I'm in, I'm in Kauai. I'm looking out. At the, the sun is just setting. Um, maybe it just set. It's not dark, but, you know, right after it sets where it's just purple. Yeah, it's like purple with clouds, purpley clouds. Now I'm right by the water with the equipment, right here by the water. Oh, all this lava rock. I hope the wind doesn't fuck things up. So anyways, a couple of people looking at me weird. That's fine. I can live with that. That happens wherever I am. Now it's just happening for a specific reason on the, on the, on the beach in Kauai. You know what? I've come here uh, for years and years. This may be the third or fourth time that I've been here. And I love it. And I've always tried to figure out why I love it. Because a lot of people don't necessarily picture me as an outdoorsy guy or even a, a recreation-based person, a guy who likes to get outdoors and do things. But uh, au contraire, is that how you say that? Uh, I am not really an outdoorsy guy, but when I come here, it's so fucking compelling, man. Can you hear the water? Like, I'm out in the middle of the fucking Pacific. It took five hours to fly here. It was horrendously uh, stressful for me and anxiety-inducing to fly over water that long. Because I don't know about you, but I feel much more comfortable if I were to crash in land. And I think I've talked about this before, but I'm more comfortable with that. I fly over water. I'm like, if we go down, it could take weeks to, uh, to find us, and I'll be strapped into that dumb chair at the bottom of the ocean with uh, you know, crabs and things and fishes eating out my, my eyeballs. It's just sitting out there. I'd rather just be destroyed and, and spread across the prairies. You know, on land where, you know, maybe, maybe we're findable. They're not just strapped. There's just something very lonely about the vision of being strapped in one of those dumb fucking airplane chairs, perhaps next to, you know, a couple of strangers and maybe one person you know, just sitting there at the bottom of the ocean dead. How lonely is that? Imagine if you were in a first class seat. You'd be a little more comfortable, but it'd just be you alone sitting there. Look at this fucking ocean. Just sitting there at the bottom of it, dead, alone, no one finding you. But you got the good chair, right? You got the good seat strapped in while you slowly decompose and, and crabs and things eat your eyes. Not for me. But getting back to the positive part of the Hawaii, it's just beautiful. You know, I don't know how to explain this, but I've always been compelled towards animals like walruses, polar bears, elephants, large animals that lumber through the world 
solitary-like in my mind, even though some, they probably, both of them probably hang out with other, other animals like them. But, but in my mind, just big animals that exude a certain loneliness, but a sort of steadfast sort of feeling. Ooh, there's a cr- cruise ship. Just yonder, there are people about two miles out. I see a cruise ship. Right now, there's just people wondering when they're going to eat next. When are they going to ring the bell? When does the bell ring for snacky snack? So anyways, I went past, I went, I was, I'm here with Sarah, and I went past the Nepali coast. I, you know, I took the boat. I've done this stuff before. I've been here with several different women. You guys know this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is where I go. This is where I feel comfortable. This is where I enjoy vacationing. We're way up on the north side, and uh, I, I need to see a sea turtle again. I need closure on that. But the, it's It's massive. I can't understand what's so amazing about it. It's like seeing when you take a boat around the Nepali coast, you're like, oh, my God, I can't even wrap my brain around how beautiful and large it is, how prehistoric it is, how un, uh, you know, unfucked with it is. There's something about big and unfucked with that's very compelling to me and, and almost it's spiritually satisfying. It's, it's, it's almost like mind blowing. It's mind blowing when you take a boat to see the Nepali coast and you go around the coast mind-blowing and you get quite nauseous on the boat but not unlike heroin sometimes you just got to get through the nausea to the good stuff and then you got to take get the nausea on the way back but I, I don't feel like i have to go see the nepali coast every day and if i don't you know i wouldn't kill to see the nepali coast every day or steal tv sets to see the nepali coast every day that would be a very exotic addiction and i imagine it would it would run its course after two or three times so who's on the show today? Today on the show is Godfrey, I think, or Judd Apatow. I guess I got to do intros for both. Godfrey, Godfrey finally is on the show today from my garage. Godfrey, oh, I'm trying to get up. Here we go. Whoa. He's hilarious, and uh, I like talking to him. We have a long-standing uh, 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 frenemy relationship. I love him, though. I love him. Oh, yeah, man. Go to WTFpod.com slash calendar, please. Please, Portchester, please. Red Bank, New Jersey, please. Huntington, New York, please. Brooklyn's doing fine, all right, at BAM Opera House. But the, the other surrounding dates, I need people. I got family coming to Red Bank, New Jersey. You're going to leave me hanging with the small crowd with family? Half-empty room so they can go like, nah, see, I knew it was all hype. Are you going to do that to me? I'm not being desperate here. Maybe a little, but I just like, maybe you don't know that I'm coming. I don't know. Maybe you're all driving to New York. That's my assumption. Uh, that you're all driving to the BAM Opera House. There's still a few tickets left over there, but that's looking good. Red Bank, New Jersey. Huntington, New York. Port Chester, New York. Come on. 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th of this month or soon. It's fucking beautiful down here. I'll tell you, though, man, I got this urge. You know, I went went to this place called the uh, Lava Pools, Molokai Lava Pools, and there was this area that many years ago, when I was here with my first wife, we took a snorkeling. You just jump in the water anywhere. And I've talked about this before, but I went to where I jumped in the water and swam with the fucking dinosaurs, with the sea turtles. I went to where, and it's dangerous. I don't know who that mark was, but this mark wants to do it again. It looks dangerous. It's very rough up there. But there's something so invigorating and inviting about the dangerous water. It's not shark infested. It just looks rough and intense, but it's very inviting. I just want to get in and get under the intensity and see if I can find some dinosaurs. I only saw a couple. I only saw their heads. I saw some goats, 
Saw the dinosaur crabs. I've eaten some good food. Uh, almost uh, wrecked the car once because these bridges are complicated. I'm trying to clear my head. I'm doing all right. There's very exciting things happening on WTF. Just wait. You just wait. All right. Don't 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 act like I didn't say that some exciting shit's gonna happen. All right. All right. So let's let's talk to Godfrey. You'll love this. We 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 bust each other's balls. <laughs> let's let's do. Some- Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school, or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of, like literature. And now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called The Foxed Page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Foxed Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Foxed Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get your podcast. Some of that. I had the guy make me hats yeah. and t-shirts. They were pretty good. I, yeah. I had to, yeah, he made me a fucking... It was a sick hat, man. Yeah. With a, it was so sick, and then I just was like, nah, man, I can't. What? What? I, you, what do you mean you The can't? hats were sick. I, the, the caps were so cool. I think I might do that again, that cap shit. It's just merchandise. I'm no what worse What was on the it. cap? It was a G, but it was such a cool G. You know how you have Green Bay? Yeah. You have Georgia has a G. Yeah. But this G was like, oh, shit. It, it looked like a hat you cap you would wear. You right. Were, it wasn't cheesy. Is it Godfrey G? It was a Godfrey G. <laughs> it so, was a Godfrey G, but it was a sweet-ass G. So people, but they're going to have to explain that, right? Yeah. That, I mean, it, but the G, it, it looked like a hat. Doesn't matter. Didn't matter. Some people be afraid to ask. If they <laughs> just think they should know. I know. <laughs> what G is that? Oh, for God's sake. Godfrey, Godfrey G. Who? God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an asshole. No, I said that. <laughs> I say that because it happens to me. I, it happens to well, me. Well, when comedians. Come on. We're well, not. when comedians sell merch. We're like we're just trying to do it like a sports guy. You're a fan of yeah. you know. You wear something that says, "Yo, what's that?" Oh, these are the South Carolina Blue Devils. Right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Now you got to go. Well, for the comedian, that's the comedian guy. God for his soul. Right. Now you know the guy from the the thing. <laughs> He's in that movie. He's <laughs> the black dude with the Snoop Dogg movie. Yeah. And yeah. That movie soap. Do you play? remember the second guy in the Seven Up commercials? <laughs> Not the first guy. <laughs> the second one? The and then second, they canceled it? Yeah, the second guy. That dude. Yeah, he's on for like three commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I did 21. You did 21 of those. I did about 20 something of those. That was, that was when it was all going to happen, right? I don't know. <laughs> but I took it in stride. You know what's so funny? Is I never thought like that. No. I, I was like, yo, hey. I'm going to do it while I can get it and then keep it moving. Well, I didn't, didn't you have that fallback plan to teaching the martial arts or something? <laughs> no, I just took it. <laughs> <You're> so- <laughs> Yo, 
What? I, are you recording right now? Oh yeah. Yo, I know you ain't talking shit. No. What a, remember we had a good remember time. the buzzcocks? You, have a, you were on your way. Oh yeah. Remember the buzzcocks? I go, oh shit. I hated every it second was, of it. It was I know you look I so angry. Every second you know what's so funny? I'm so glad it didn't work out. You know I what I like about guy. you is you had a show and you were still angry. You were still shit. It shitty. was terrible. It was you like I, the only reason I did it was because <laughs> I was just I was out of my just out of my first divorce. And I, was, I know. Bro, it's a Mishno. Was it Mishno? No. Oh, that was the first one. Wait a minute. Twice? Yeah. The 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 Buzzcocks was after the first divorce. And I just start. I was dating Mishna, and I was a friend of me and Artie's. Right. Art. Yeah. Mishna. How is he doing? He's doing good, man. Is Artie, he? Artie's doing. No one ever talks good. about Artie because no one gives a shit. Because I ask sad, people about Artie. It's all about Tracy Morgan, which. They all were in the fucking car. Yeah. Harris Stanton, another comedian, was in the car, broke his wrist. The guy Jimmy Mack died. Died. Um, I never knew Jimmy. Yeah. But um, yeah. But Artie, it didn't sound good at first. You know how I heard about Artie in the accident? I was sleeping. You know, you ever, you know, on the road and leave the TV on? Yeah. Left the TV on, CNN. I'm in sleeping. I hear uh, Artie Fuqua, I wake up to that. Yeah. And I'm like, he made it. He made right. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm like, Artie's on CNN, but it's because of the accident. Ugh. And so he broke his femur. Oh, okay. Not the tibia muscle, which no, is the bottom. I know. The femur. Rough pins. Yeah, he has like a steel rod. So yeah. he's going through rehab. He's fine. They put him in an induced coma just because he had brain, you know, it was some swelling. That's what I was worried about. And, and so we waited for a while. And everybody started calling me, yeah, asking me why they put him in induced coma. He had, well, he had to have his stuff stabilized because, I guess, to heal his brain to heal. He got a concussion. He got concussion. He could, he doesn't even remember the accident. But is his brain okay otherwise? His brain is fine. He's he's shitting on people again. But like <laughs> no no like no 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 none of that shit. No, he's like quick and fast. He doesn't talks. remember the accident. Why would does it? Why? Yeah. I mean, he. I go, what happened? He goes, I don't know. I don't know what happened. It was bad. It was, yeah. He doesn't remember that. I'm so good. That's so good to yeah, hear he's we, okay. Everybody went to visit him. A lot of people called him. You know, I was, I, people well, that usually wouldn't fuck with Artie yeah. actually called him. I said, well, I hope it doesn't take an accident for you motherfuckers to like actually like, yeah. give no, a shit if about so, the If guy. anything happens to you, I'll make sure to think about Yo, calling. You, really? You yeah. think about Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, how well do I know that guy really? How would you say I talk? You talk uh, articulately uh, and you, uh, wait, clearly. Wait, wait, no, say that it. Articulate. You don't even know how to say articulate. I have a speech impediment. With your L's. You got the Tom Brokaw yeah. shit. Yeah, I got some of that. When you get to your L's, it's like it's your bad. tongue looks it, at yeah. me and gets confused. Yeah. Yeah. It You're doesn't like, do it right. Really? Articulately. Articulately. <laughs> it's got... That's pretty close. I wish people could see what I'm looking at. <laughs> your <laughs> tongue is stupid. Yeah, it does. It doesn't do the right L. stinks. Do it one more time. Articulately. <laughs> it doesn't do the right Articulately. thing. Articulately. I know, but I say W's. There's some words I, scr- rolling, I struggle on. Rolling L's is what I have. I, I want to make sure it. I know white dudes that with speech impediment, because you guys are always trying to shit on black dudes and we can't speak English, but you fuckers I, are sitting up there with I, good I, jobs I, I, having speech impediments. I do not represent the white race. You don't? Good. No. I good have a speech mother. impediment. <laughs> I just said impediment. You said impediment? Impediment. <laughs> I have a speech impediment. <laughs> I'm you white, was, but I I know was, that why you were looking for me to tell you that you don't talk like a black man, right? You that, were that, looking well, that, that, you were that, digging that, for that. I was digging. I yeah. thought you would fucking get in. No, but you're not like that. No, I don't look. I I don't see race. You're just <laughs> you're just a black guy in my garage. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, you know what you sound like? You what? sound like uh, uh, um, um, Tarantino in a Pulp Fiction. Does I it say dead? No, I would not. Storage. This is <laughs> this is live Negro storage. You can't even do it. I you can't, can't even do but it. But you know what? I used the word. I used the N word yesterday at the How comedy store. I mean, I don't. I, that's not my thing. And it's like the word pussy. I don't. The comedy store brought it out, out of you. They, they, no, no, no. Nigger or pussy. Yeah. I don't like that word as describing vagina. I just that's just not my. I thing. I like pussy. No, no. I like to call somebody a pussy. Yeah. But I don't go, yo, ladies, man. When you get your pussy right. Yeah. I'm not. That's just not my flavor. Wait, I, like I don't to think say, you say anything. I like, like to that. say vaginas. You do. Yeah, well, but I, I'm not really into the sex jokes like that. Sure. I like edge. I talk about race. You know, I'm all sure. about race. Sure. All about race. All the time. Even though, even if we're in a peaceful setting, I want to bring the shit up. Do you? Like right now. I'm like, man, you feel Mark, like it. it's no, it's very serene here, Mark. You got all kind of cool shit, mm -hmm. but I want to bring up race. Why well, have black people on the wall? There's Howlin' the Wolf over there. Of course, every the, white the, man has a uh, has a blues the, singer the, on their wall. Uh, Chuck Berry's not Ch a blues Chuck singer. Berry, Chuck, oh, you don't think he came from the blues? He did, but he's not. I wouldn't well, call him he, a blues he, he's man. He's the king of rock and roll. Fuck yeah, Elvis. That's How's right. That? Exactly. I'm I'm with you he, on that. The shit he did with guitars, even though he fucked little girls and all this mm -hmm. shit, he's fucked up. But Chuck Berry was way better than Elvis. Did he fuck little girls? He did. He, he took did, pictures of. Did he take? Oh, he took pictures. Well, he took pictures of people in the restroom of his restaurant. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think disgusting. he peed on a lady. Pe he peed on, okay, he peed, he on, peed a lady. on a lady. Yeah, Every right. time a cool, like artsy, smart, mm -hmm. intellectual, eclectic white dude, mm -hmm. I go to their house. They mm -hmm. always have black blues players mm -hmm. on their walls. I would. All I, the time. I just. Um, I'm getting my uh, my Kanye portrait framed right now, and I, I'm gonna have that put in. Like, you know, you're, you're gonna interview Kanye. You'll interview famous black dudes. I would you, like to. I would but like to. A lot of your. Okay, can I tell you something about your podcast? This is what I kind of like about the champs. You heard about they, all the interviews, white people. Well, dude, all you guys interview is white people. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to mix it up. No, it's not hard. You sound like networks, man. It's not that hard. It's, <laughs> it's not, not as hard easy to mix as you, shit up. It's not as, as easy no, you as just got to go. I uh, just like let them in. No, just open no. The fucking it's like, door. all right, can I can I talk to the guy that has Cat Williams' phone right now? <laughs> is there a guy that carries his phone? There's they're... so many black comedians. No, it's are... just Cat Williams. <laughs> Say motherfuckers. Like <laughs> He's that. funny. Like Let's if... get back to this racing. I'm trying okay. to book more black people. I did a whole no, episode. You should book more black people. I am. I, I did a whole episode Listen. of my TV show about it. I had uh, no, no, Bruce no. Bruce no, I play himself. I told you at fucking Austin, to, uh, Moon Tower, to put me on that show, on, on an episode of your show. I said, why don't you, we talk about why don't you have more black people on your fucking podcast and you use Bruce Bruce instead of me? I think he's got a bigger name than you. Oh, you're such an asshole! Doesn't he? Bruce Bruce? I, I, Bruce is my man. Bruce is huge. Right, exactly. But but wait a minute. What? It was I, it? I told you that we uh, we talked I, about it. You sure it. reminded me. We talked about it in the green I know, room. There was some. Uh, well, and I, you wouldn't put Bruce Bruce on and not me. And I brought the idea up to you. Well, he plays a, a very very popular black comedian. Listen and listen. And he plays himself. Like if I said, "Oh, I got to hope I can get." Shit. I hope I can get. And God I, I'm not knocking anything. I'm not. I don't want no. We'll beat. take care of it. I love Bruce Bruce, but how do I get on? And I gave you that idea. How can I get on your show? You gave me that idea. I, I say, why don't you have an episode of where a black comic says, how come you never have any black people on your podcast? And you said, yo, that's a good idea. Oh, Are you shit. At, do you know it how was many, at Moon Tower you know in how, Austin, Texas. Do you know how long okay. black people have been telling me that I need to put more black people on? Do you know how long that's it's been not, Listen, it's not. Okay, listen. No one's waking up going, I got to get on Mark. Man no, I think podcast. some of them No are. black people. No? I don't think so. But see, that's the problem then. 
No, it's not the Maybe. problem, but we already automatically think you don't want us. I want you. No, you... this is. I want all black why, comics. Why? Did you? Okay, can I tell you something that happened? What? Jamie Masada at Laugh Factory got a a, de- a letter faxed to him saying that some white comedian, I guess the white comedian sent him, hey, we're tired of you putting up all these black comedians. You're discriminating against white comedians. He Oof. puts up five of them. Yeah. And he just got the letter the other day. Yeah. And, and what did he say? And Jamie, well, Jamie's like, listen, buddy, someone tried to threaten me, put black comedian, I put all kind comedian everywhere, what the fuck you talk about? I don't know what yeah. Jamie was saying, yeah. but yeah. he goes, I, he that goes, first of all- That's interesting, almost like an Asian Jamie. But that's, he, that, but he, that's all, he, he has Asians work for him. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's Asian versus Persian accent. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, to, I put many comedians- I need more Asian comics too, and more Latino but comics. Why don't you, there's Elliot Chang. There's Helen Hong. Have you interviewed Helen Hong? Are you making these names up? No, she's funny as shit. Helen Hong. There's a lot of eight. There's have you you just Steve Byrne, right? Steve Byrne. Yeah, I did Steve Byrne. Steve yeah. Byrne. He's half Asian, but yeah. whatever. There's a lot of them. You just gotta. I gotta ask. get out there. You don't have to get out there. Have your book or get them. You got people to do shit for you, man. Everybody knows about what the fuck. Just why don't you, do they have to be super uh, famous? Wow. No. Do, clearly, I, I'm interviewing you. I interviewed. <laughs> 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 that was a good one. Yeah. I, I opened the door because I want you to fucking whoop. I want you to get on me. That's you like it. You like I it. fucking love it. I'm not. Out of why? It. Who wouldn't be on a Mark Marin Mark Marin cast and get fucked up by your sarcasm? No, I don't. But I don't do it to everybody. Oh, sh- There's only certain oh, people that oh, okay. I have that relationship with. I've seen you interview some people, and I just go, "That ain't Mark. Mark is laughing too much." <laughs> Mark is full of I'm shit. The new, I'm the new Mark. Mark's like this. Really? So, oh, tell me about I your. That. I go. Mark is actually I like interested that. in somebody. I'm interested. <laughs> you, you only know me from the back of comedy clubs. I know, but that's the raw shit. Defensive. Here, it's comfortable. It's, it's my home. Comfortable. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You're so like right. That's, yeah. It's that's normal. True. I'm a normal guy. Because usually, you know, you, just, you don't. You got one impression of me, and, and Mark's. You draw it out of me. You demand it. I you do. Dem- yeah, I you, do. You need to be taken down a notch always. That's fine. <laughs> I'm here to get taken down a notch. I'm not. He- I'm not. He- I'm not being surprised by no, shit, but to- by your kindness. We're That's se- the only we're- thing I'm being fucking surprised about. We're here to celebrate your career. <laughs> <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> You're like Mayweather, man. You'll have your hands up and then boom. <laughs> you you st- you throw a punch. No, but I don't know a lot about you. So wait. So where'd you grow up? Uh, Chicago. Really? Always in Chicago? Chicago. Um, Where yeah, were you man. born? Were you born? L- Lincoln, Nebraska. Really? Yeah, I'm not fucking around. Why'd your parents? Because that's where they went. Shit. Nigeria, from Nigeria to Lincoln, Nebraska. How does that happen? Uh, airplane? No, I know that. What the but fuck? like your dad said what? He's like, no, what I'm, the fuck? I'm looking, I'm looking for a place to live. I'm getting out well, of Nigeria. He w- I'm getting out of Nigeria, but he was a, he went to school there. He was a teacher. My father was a teacher, and he, got his t- he went to a teacher school. Out at Dana College, it's now defunct. Now it's called Midwestern University in and Nebraska. In Nebraska, got his uh, master's in teaching out there, and then came to and then moved to Chicago. I was two years old. What? So your uh, your father? Because you used to my do, parents. You used to do a great bit about the way your father talks. Yes, which I enjoy. Mufasa, Mufasa. What are you doing? And it meant, you know what's so funny? Yeah. So my girlfriend met my dad. She goes, "Oh my God, he talks like that." I go, "I told you." She didn't even understand his accent. He was just talking to her normally, like, "So, where do you go to school?" He, she was like, "What is he saying?" I go, "He asked you where are you going to school." He's like, "So, where do you go to school?" That's and she couldn't understand. She that. couldn't understand. Is she a moron? I, no, no. <laughs> 
Your name is not that far from moron. Yo. Right, Stop, right. Mark. I like how you draw the line. Don't you talk about Don't my you girl, talk about girl. Yeah, Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, Only yeah. if you praising her. Yeah. Damn it. That's well, it. No, I, I just seemed easy to understand to me. Yo, he he was talking up, just talking regular he's stuff. Talk, he's got a different rhythm. Yeah, yeah, his rhythm's different. Of course, the accents right, right. hit different words. Right. You know, he yeah. speaks the king's English. So right. they were uh, British educated. My mother and my father. So they're you know. Do you have family in Nigeria? Plenty. And in London, plenty all around Africa, and plenty in London too. Really? Yeah, because Nigerians are. Are you kidding me? Nigerians and Jamaicans and Indians live in London, man. Right, but like that's interesting because like it's not yeah. it's not the American black story. It's different. It's very different, and I can't sell that for shit. No, can't, <laughs> no try, one cares. I, try to pit, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm. I'm. I. I think when I tell people I'm African, they don't. They don't. I'm not the African they want. Want, want them they really? want to see i'm not the listen i have a show i want to oh, pitch man. to you this one is very good wait till you see this one it's about my parents come to america <laughs> <laughs> then my white friend is my roommate oh my goodness this is going to be a good one see i don't have that help african accent try, so white that? people don't get excited by that, shit. that i should go i have something to pitch how do you say pitch this well <laughs> In the beginning, this would be a good story. See, I'm like, I'm talking like a hip guy. Yeah. Like, yo, you know, I'm African. So they're like, oh, he's African. I don't really believe that. But you never, but so you never so, had uh, culturally the uh, an accent. Is there a language that your parents speak? Uh, Igbo. I'm, a, I'm my tribe is Igbo. Yeah. Um. Really? How many tribes are there in there's, Nigeria? There, there's about about 10, 11, 12. Like, really? A gang of them. Yoruba. Udu, um, Hausa, but the popular ones are Igbo and Yorubas, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. My mother spoke two tribal languages. She grew up in Lagos, Nigeria. Yeah. There's 120 million people in fucking Nigeria, right? Wow. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's large city. It's, it's, an, it's a fourth leading exporter of oil mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, it's- um, There's a big exporter of, of, of men who sell fake Rolexes too. Oh, that's Senegal. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, my mistake. Was that racist? No. It's misunderstanding. You're an Africanist. Okay. Can't believe it. You got your Africanist wrong, I man. I fucked it up. You fucked it up. All right. That's that's like Kenya and Senegal. Like in New York? Yeah. Like, brother, brother. Yeah. I have a Rolex for you. <laughs> Rolex. It? Those are Senegalese? That's Senegalese. <laughs> brother, brother. Come, come, come. To, come. I got good, good, good watch for you, brother. Yeah, yeah. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Very good. Good, good, good. <laughs> I'm going to get you your African shit right. Okay. Now, if you go to Ethiopia, it's more... They, yeah. they talk real... Cause, the, sh the sizes of their heads kind of like this, you know, I, perfect. I, didn't, I didn't say it. No, I'm anthropologically <laughs> telling you, my head, I got a West African head. Really? And our languages match our heads. Ethiopians are different. They're almost uh, Arabic looking. Right. They got the Eastern because mm -hmm. they're it's closer to that region. Right. You know what I mean? That, mm -hmm. that part of Africa mm -hmm. is where Saudi Arabia connects and all that other right. shit. So you have that when they talk, they're skinnier. Yeah. You know, they have the smaller heads. Right. And their language is lighter. <laughs> Very safe. Yeah. Ours is like, <laughs> see, I got that head. Yeah. For it. It's, yeah. It's anthropologically true. Okay. There's nothing racist about that. Okay. I'm, I'm breaking well, it down to you, man. Well, no, it's because there's uh, a. <laughs> they stay within the tribes, within the country. Right. And right. then they have European influence like Ethiopia. Yeah, has. when the Dutch come over and fuck. Well, some, the makes... Dutch fucked around a lot of shit. Like in Africa, it was English, came yeah. from West. Well, I mean, I'm talking about Nigeria was is England. Right. Um, Ethiopia was Italy. Italy, mm -hmm. Mussolini, Italy came. Oh, yeah. A lot of Ethiopians speak Italian. Oh, yeah. So you got that. 
And we had Dutch and Belgium was all in the con. I mean, yeah. Europe fucked Africa up. Like, yeah. fuck, just stuck its dick in Africa and just sodomized it for yeah. a long, long time. time. So your your parents come from which tribe? There's, um, Igbos. The Igbos. But my mother spoke Yoruba also. She spoke two languages. Right. I'm an Igbo guy, yeah. and they spoke that language. They used broken English a lot when I was growing up. My sister understands it totally. You don't. Because she was born there. Me and my brother were like, we understand broken English. Right. When they speak broken English, I get it. But that's what my pieces parents got lazy. Yeah, pieces like pieces of Ebo. Yeah, sounds like that's a jazz a new CD. Album. That's a news of Miles Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pieces of Ebo. Ebo is the way to go, jazz. But, but I have that. Hey, pretty good, man. Thanks, buddy. You like jazz? Sure. You listen. I asked you that because every white guy I know loves jazz and blues. Yeah. You so you love basically you are in love with uh, black dudes. Yeah, but I don't go all crazy about it. Don't now you want to say you don't go crazy about it? But I'm saying when you're a guitar player, if you're a musician, I have a great deal of respect for. But the, you have the to music that the black you. Uh, but music is black. Brought. I I'm willing to admit music's that. black. It's a myth. I black that. and music are synonymous. Look, I okay. Do you Period. Need, you need me to say I love black dudes? Yes. You you and on the fence. I'm on the fence with you usually. <laughs> But yeah, there's some black dudes that I love. They've changed my life. But you, you like black dudes that are dead and are in posters. Well, no, Chuck Berry's still alive. But you like, do you, you know how there's? I, have to, I said I like Cat Williams. I I, that's, I like, that is true. But I yeah, think I it's because like, he's huge. No, he's funny. No, Cat is phenomenally yeah. funny. He's unreal. Every time I watch him, I'm like, holy shit, he's so good. <laughs> yeah, he he's so smart. He's like the best. Cat Williams is so smart, so gangster. He's all of that in one. Yeah. You know, he introduced me, and I'm not lying. He introduced me one day. We were at this post Emmy or Grammy some shit party. Yeah. So and he said, "I'm gonna introduce you to some motherfuckers." I yeah. was like, "All right." <laughs> and guess who? He's the first. Guess who? The first person he introduced me to. The first person, Martin Landau. Really? Man. <laughs> he goes, Martin Landau, legendary. Goes, hey, what's up, cat? I go, holy shit. And then Cat goes, "I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna introduce you to somebody else." Fucking. There's music playing. It's yeah. jazz. Where is it? Where it's are at you? Some, it was at some post, um, like Grammy or, or uh-huh. Oscar party. Uh-huh. And then he introduces me. Guess who's playing jazz piano? Who? Jeff Goldblum. Right. Yeah, he likes to play jazz I'm piano. I'm like, oh my God. He goes, hey, what's up, Cat? How you doing, Cat? <laughs> I was like, fuck. He goes, what's up, Jeff? He goes, I'm doing fine, Cat. <laughs> yeah. He's, it was unreal. Cat is a fucking gangster, man. Cat Williams is a gangster. Yeah. Straight up. He's Love awesome. Him. Love, I love and that's that why he show. still does arenas. Yeah, and he's just awesome. He's thorough, and he's been doing this for a long time. So yeah. it's not some overnight bullshit. Oh, just, there's muddy waters too. Of course, you have muddy waters. But with Manish that boy, I have muddy waters with a fucked up guitar and that natural hair. Like you don't see the picture with the natural fro. No, you always often. greased down. Yeah, it's look at that. Down. He's got it up in that picture. That's, that's a rare, rare shot. That's very rare. <laughs> Him in the full fro, man. See, but you know how? Look at you got. You know what's so funny is your place looks even cooler because you got blues dudes on. Every white dude puts black cool dudes on. What are to we make supposed to do? You cool. want me to have Cornell West up? And what do you Not want? Cornell West. That's hot. But I'm saying as much as Martin Luther King as much picture? as white dudes talk shit about us, they always got us on their t-shirts. You always got black dudes. I don't dudes talk any shit your... about you. I'm not. I mean, I'm just saying other. Apparently, you're, what you're saying is I well, don't you talk let, to you enough. You... <laughs> It's like not the, I'm not, just doing what you guys do, categorizes. So why do I don't know if I want to be in the same thing? Okay, good, good for you. But okay, I just I'm just testing. I'm just checking. 
I know what you're trying to draw a line. I don't know if that helps. But I like you because you don't like a lot of motherfuckers, whether they're white or black. And I like that. You're equal opportunity mother. You just. I don't. Oh, yes, you do. I think. You know what's worse to you than racism? Being a hack. <laughs> Mark Maron. Mark Maron. He, if, if, That's if, boring if, now. If I've hacks were a race, Mark would be like, you'd be like a Nazi. <laughs> I've, I've softened up a bit, you know? You'd have Mike right, so Burning. So you have, Earl, you have older sister? Yes, I have an older sister. She lives in Dallas with three kids. Just one older Mary. sister? One older sister and one younger brother. So, really? What's yeah. that guy do? My brother just works and just chills out in Chicago. Yeah, he does martial arts. Yeah, teaches martial arts and shit. Oh, yeah. he teaches martial arts. Yeah, he's. That's, he's that's the, is it that one that you used to do? Oh, his is wushu. I did hapkido. Hapkido. Yeah. Wushu. Wushu is like that Jet Li shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, the wushu one, he can fly. He, yeah, he can fly, and he talks in a fucking weird dubbed voice, and he laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> and your sister just lives in where Texas? Yeah, just in Texas, Dallas. Yeah, know, she's in the medical the business really? management. Yeah, and, and your dad still teaches. My dad has passed away. Sorry, and my my mother and my parents are gone. Both of them? I know. Yeah, didn't I just? What are parents, motherfucker? Both parents. Yeah, motherfucker. Parents. You go, both of them? You said both of them? Yeah, motherfucker. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I said my parents. No, they're gone. No, they're gone. My mother, uh, like 13 years ago, uh-huh. leukemia. Uh-huh. Uh, my father, I think just from being alone, I swear. After he, my she fa- died? My father. But he la- he was around for like 10 years, but I just think he was just done being by himself. I, did, I just think it was that that thing, you know? He, he was a healthy dude, and all of a sudden, deterioration, man. I couldn't believe it. I was like- How old was he? My father, he never really told us his age. Really? Yeah. You had no idea. You're not supposed to ask in Nigerian culture. You don't ask elders your, their age and shit. Really? I'm not even bullshitting you. My father used to always say he was 100. Uh-huh. Or he's like, how old are you, Dad? He's like, 100. So did you go to Nigeria? Yeah, I've been there. It was something else. It was a trip. Like what? And yet, who, how much Lots family? of people. Yeah, how Lots many, of people. How many relatives you got there? Lots of them. Yeah? A lot of poverty, too. Got some some wealthy ones, and but some lot of poor and then you see the poverty, you go, "Wow, America ain't shit. Our poverty is bullshit." Yeah, I mean, you know what? You know what's so funny is about our poverty in America is like you can actually get out of that shit. Right. Th- that's why I go. A lot of motherfuckers are just lazy and kind of just. I'm not drugged out. Sometimes drugged out, and that's fucked up. But when you when you see third world, you just go, "Fuck." Sometimes but, I I think that like it's a misconception that. Uh, that everybody can just get out of poverty. I didn't say just. I didn't say you can just get out, but I think that there are some avenues if you really sure. make your mind to go. Hey, man, I know it's not going to be easy, but yeah. I'm talking about when you go to third world, you go, where the fuck do they start? Yeah, and that- <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you like, just go with what? toilets, maybe. You, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like they're just happy to get a bucket of water. The whole town celebrates. Water. Hey. We got water. Water. <laughs> oh, no. Let's celebrate. Water. 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 I'm killing on what the fuck, everybody. Hey, if you want to make Mark laugh, make sure you come to his house. Because outside of that, he'd have looked at you like, fuck are you doing? Yeah, this is the best. <laughs> this is the best seat. And Mark's red, too. Yeah. He's red. Yeah. He's red laughing. right now. This is fucking great. No, but I'm serious, though. But, but, My, but I had relatives are really, really poor. It's like poverty. But your parents get, come from a, a, a middle class in Nigeria? No, no poverty. Very, yeah. very poor. But my, my father was a very, like, I'm going to school. He's very smart. He had like four brothers and a couple, no, a lot of like kids. And he, he's just, he'd made up his mind like, oh, fuck this. I want to get the fuck out of here. So, so you got all these cousins there. 
cousins and uncles and all kind of shit. Yeah, and I have I have some like uncles that have two wives and shit like that. Polygamy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they do that. Yeah, they do it in, in Ni- the tribe in Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. You can have more than one wife. I have an uncle that a couple uncles that have that more than one wife shit. How do yeah. they handle that? Fine. <laughs> They just tell them both to shut up. You shut up and you shut your mouth. Go get me something to eat, both of you. Hurry up and get me something no. to eat or I kill both of you. No. <laughs> no, yes, I don't know. It's probably two motherfuckers getting on where'd their you, nerves. I don't where'd know. Where'd you stay? Where'd you stay when you go down there? Where'd I stay? Yeah. I stayed at my uncle's, my uncle Sonny Okosin, who was a very famous singer in Nigeria. So we were staying with wealthy shit. He's very famous, but he passed away. Um, of some years ago, but he was very famous in the sixties and seventies and eighties. What's his name? Sonny Okosin. Do you have his records? Sonny, o- yeah. My mother. Uh, you know what? I, I don't know if my parents threw him out, but we had. He would. We would get the first press, um, vinyls, mm-hmm. and then they would come over. They would have concerts in Chicago. It was awesome. There- I, you didn't realize how famous my my uncle was because he's just my uncle Sonny. Right. And then when I go to Nigeria, they go, "Well, where are you staying?" Uh, Sonny Okosun. Sonny Okosun. No, you are staying with him. No, you, you, you. That is your uncle. No, he's not your uncle. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, you get all these people going. You are Sonny Okosun. So yeah, it's like yeah. Damn, he's huge because you know in Nigeria, it's your dad's brother. It's my 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 um. He married my mom's uh, sister. Oh okay. So he was uh, no, like yeah, yeah. my son, you know. And so what's funny is um, there's famous singers in nigeria fela is like one of the most right, famous fela right. but then there's fela there's ebenezer oh but then it was my uncle uncle son they were like my uncle was my take a huge like are you kidding me like yeah my uncle sonny was like he had a huge record in the 70s called fire in soweto where he got in trouble for talking about south africa so it was huge so that was like i didn't realize that my uncle was that big because it was he was in nigeria it was nigeria and but he was like the shit like yeah yeah man Fire in Soweto. I got to check it out. You guys try to look up for Fire in Soweto. Because I like, you know, who I, uh, I like Senegalese music. Senegal. Oh, you like Baba Mall? Yeah. Dude, I'm impressed. Old Baba Mall. Bob, old Baba, right. I saw Baba Mall in concert in Brooklyn. That, 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 that album, shit. Baba Mall, Monster Sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucking record. Dude, you like straight fuck. up acoustic Senegalese stuff. Because Baba Mall got drums and, and yeah, yeah, he yeah, got, he's got bigger. Have you seen him live? No. <sighs> Baba Mall is incredible and fuck. And he has male dancers. Mm-hmm. Have you seen African dance mm-hmm. live? Mm-hmm. Not live. You want to see the origin of dance? Watch Africans dance. I know they, it's origin. We're the origin of everything. We're the origin of people, motherfucker. We're the origin of people. That's why I don't dig this shit of all these these biblical shows with no black people. The fuck is that, man? Yeah, I know, man. Everybody's white. I don't. I don't. Where know. were we? If we're the first on the planet, where were we when G- we didn't get to see Jesus? And we speak about Jesus more than anybody, and we ain't even on there. Yeah, I know. I know. What do you this think? Is, what color do you think ongo- Jesus? Was? What, what, what color do you think Jesus was? Honestly, I think he's a made-up man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, can I compliment you? First of all, even my girl was like, "Mark Maron deserves what it, he's worked really. He's yeah. been around a long time." No. I'm really happy for you, man. I mean, genuinely, like, you, if this is your shit, this is perfect for you, I'm glad for your success, and I'm I'm actually happy for you. What I was going to say is that, I'll like- I say thank you. How's that? Oh, thank Jesus you. Jesus Christ. I, pro- I apologize. That's what I love about you, too. You don't give a fuck. You <laughs> thank you very much. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> and sorry. I'm you happy keep, for you, too. You keep it real. Was, That's what I like. You I'm, always yourself. I was happy when you thought- when you thought. <laughs> <laughs> you just kept it moving. 
moving. You blinked and like, yeah. Ugh. No, thank you. No, I, I was happy when you thought everything was going to work out. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fucking. Oh, this is what I wanted. I said, please don't let this shit be nice. Please don't let this. I said, I do not want to come on what the fuck. And have me just be, be all nice to you. Oh, this is so but, good. But I was t- what I was saying is I think I should buy some things. People seem to enjoy it. No, it's just, dude, I'm like, I'm thinking when I'm driving through the neighborhood, I was like, okay, it's a lot of Mexicans and shit. <laughs> yeah. But it's look, it looks like hippie. It looks hippie. It's you live like a hippie. Like, this is cool. It's, I feel like I'm in the 60s. Where are you living? I live, well, right now. Oh, can I tell you why I'm here? Yeah. I'm here because I actually got a show. I, Me, articulate black dude that's not yeah fat or short, right. I actually got a show. Doing what? Um, I'm hosting this show. It's on Fox. Yeah. It's called Bullseye. And people do different stunts, big time stunts for money. And um, they get money up to between like 50 grand and up. And it's amazing. And I'm hosting, I actually doing a network show. That's exciting. We've been dude. shooting. I knew that it was real when I saw a helicopter on the set. I go, what the fuck are they about to do with this? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna be dragging people and and it's really awesome. Congratulations. Great. Thank you. And every and like I'm you happy know, you got a good job. What's really cool is everybody goes, it's about fucking time, dude. Like I I'm glad it's that. Yeah. It's about fucking For time. For you. For me. Yeah, no shit. They say you've been around and you know, and I heard even like a guy like, you know, Greg Fitzsimmons. You know Greg. Sure. Happy Greg. <laughs> another sarcastic. <laughs> oh, my God. Greg goes, that's another thing I can't figure out is why Godfrey hasn't gotten anything. <laughs> I don't know. No man. one can maybe figure I, it out. Maybe I pissed somebody off, Mark. No, maybe I think I'm... what it is what is that think? What do you, think you are uh, a very big personality. And, and... Uh, well, there's a lot of people with big personalities that are on TV. What do you mean? I don't know. I if think that's if I were true. white, I think if I were white, I'd have a lot of sh- at least a lot of pilots. At I least do- I'd have a lot of pilots to keep to keep money in my pocket. I don't like- know because you're very fast and you're very you well, know. Is that wrong? No, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying that sometimes mm. it's not. I don't know how how well you act or whether you. Know, I'm but- a decent actor. I have good jobs. Okay. Louis C.K. He put me on his show. Okay. That Louis C.K. is a is one of the a few white dudes that is not intimidated and is not on that dumb black shit. He's that's why I love Louie because he put me on the Chris Rock show three times and this is without me. He just he's put me on his show twice because he told me, hey, man, just be who you are. You're a talented guy. Yeah. Not like a lot of these. uh, I don't know what the reason is. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm not trying to fuck your girlfriends. Don't worry about me. No, My look, girlfriend I, is fine and she's black. I, look, I never I'm got- not, I don't chase white women. I never got cast in nothing. <laughs> well, Mark, you did that on for you, on your own. No, what are you talking about? But, I thought you were just mad. You got mad at people a I lot. did, but, uh, but, but that's, that's something. But you're, a white dude that's not working, I always say it's their fault. Yeah. It's your fault. That's interesting. Like Bill Burr said, a white dude that's homeless, he goes, come on, man. This shit's set up for you. It's no excuse. <laughs> Bill Burr said that. Yeah. He said it. He said it. He said, are you kidding me? What the fuck are you homeless for? This shit is set up for you, man. Come on, yeah. man. But I, I, I really believe like a lot of guys I know, like a guy like a Greer Barnes, who is uh, phenomenally talented. Yeah, what do you think happened there? I mean, I think, you know, I think that, I, I, I mean, listen. We're all at fault at some point. I think there were some moves I made that were terrible. I like mean, what? I, I think I uh, when I was out here, I was by coastal. I was I had a shitty fucking manager. He was garbage. 
You know so what I'm saying? How, how long, how, how long did that? Uh, about a year or two. And I, you know, I'm the type of guy that I'll stick with people because I'm loyal and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? I'm, I'll stick with people because I'm loyal and um and, and and I'll get shit on. You know, because I'm loyal to dudes and I can I can call somebody else out. Somebody at uh, CAA. Sure. I I want to call them out, but I won't. But that that bailed on me after I stuck with that motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have found that what you're doing right now has yeah. done nothing good for me. <laughs> so I think we might no but I mean I'm saying I'm loyal man I believe in loyalty and I like to believe in people yeah. and I, and then, then when they shit on me I'm like wow that's fucked up but and, you're also that just means that we're kind of you can be yeah. suckered well I've learned now I actually fired a management like after about three months and I, I was I did it I was like I'm good um, you guys I, I told you not what I needed out. Yeah. I told you what I needed I've been around long enough I'm not a has-been but I think that you know this business is long enough where we can actually get shit but they weren't and all they, and, and, and this is what this is what I know there's a red flag when they automatically ask for like commission on your already get your like hey you're at the you're at uncle funny's uh you gonna give us some money on that i go uh, wow mm, commission and gigs commission you bullshit but it's bull yeah, yeah and gigs. i go wow really you're on that so i was like i'm out yeah i'm out yeah you know what i mean and i have to tell like can we have our 300 dollars yeah, yeah yeah i tell my people that represent me from my lawyer who's awesome shout out to jamie roberts who's the baddest lawyer on the fucking planet and i get guys i get him to talk to to say hey man tell these people that i'm letting them go because i don't want to curse them out maybe that's maybe i don't i haven't cursed anybody out but i was, I was with my manager for almost uh, uh how long 22 years what who before were you I, with? before i moved on who were you with becky we i was a long time wow becky's a powerhouse man yeah but it just wasn't happening for me so like, and know, I was I was afraid to talk to him because I thought he already had his black dudes. I heard, yeah. I thought you know once they got their black dudes, you know you know heard about that one nigga, uh, uh, <laughs> one nigga allowed rule, right? No, you know that you know black people say that you know they only let one nigga in at a time. <laughs> it seems Becky has a great success rate. You know I would love to be. I was with him for a long time from back yeah. when he started. Yeah, yeah. And you know wasn't I? You know we we're we're friends. I talked to him. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's a good dude. He's yeah. a good dude. But I I'm like damn, maybe I should have went with Becky or when? maybe I should. I don't know. Back in the day, I, I don't know because I was afraid. I was intimidated. Like I was like, I think he's gonna probably pay attention to those black guys and not me. I don't know. I, th I it all comes down to you in the end. In the I think end. it. I think it does. It comes yeah, down yeah, to taking like, your you know, own reins and, and you just need somebody to be there to have your name in play, and then when something <laughs> happens, to do what needs to be done. The business this it's set up so you can't do what needs to be done. Right. You gotta have some people that know how to do that shit. Well, I'm giving a it. shout out to my agent, Ian Aragetti, who is a fucking badass. Well, we're all happy that you got something. Ian, I'm really, so happy, we but were, I'm gonna tell you, Ian was at Paradigm yeah. and I left when he left and went to Innovative with him. And I'm giving a shout out to Innovative agency because they actually well, give a fuck about me it's great that you're they give it's, a fuck it's about, about me it's about time but i, I, I mean, know like but they give a you're, fuck you're, about you're, me you're, even you're, when i'm not getting shit you're they give your, a damn about me <laughs> i'm giving a shout out to ali flotter ali flotter didn't win an award jim oliver ali flotter jim oliver i'm no my whole i'm gonna bring no, that i'm gonna bring the alan music. duncan who's my voiceover <laughs> agent in new up. york city here comes the music <laughs> i'm giving a shout out to josiah Look. all the all the la offices and in innovative chicago i'm telling you they give a shit about me even when shit isn't going on that fucking ian it's, has got me my live shit okay. he's kept me all right, afloat all right we're Keep, look, keeping my we're, head above water not trying to be like big timesy 
Look, and for something to turn around for a guy in his 50s. <laughs> oh, yes! Another one by Mark Barron. You know what? If there, if there were if there were boxing announcers, they'd be like, yes! Mark hits him again! He's stumbling! Oh, you're great. I, uh, that's what I want. That's what I want. I want to get fucking pummeled by Mark Marion. And, and you know what's great is what? you wait. You fucking wait. You just go, and you know a guy in your 50s? Oh, it's fucking sweet. Yo, say articulately again. Articulately. Oh, you're the worst. You're fucking Elmer Fudd. Like Elmer Fudd, I ticker with we. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ticker with we. <laughs> but you did a you you had a lot of shots. Like you know you were like in a way not big shots, but you were kind of shots. You, kept, I, you were like me. They kind of kept you in. You're probably like I gotta get out of this shit because you're such a really you're such a great comedian, and you're 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 such a fucking you're 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 into you're a lot of guys are intimidated you intimidated by you intellectually yeah. like you walk in a room and you're like oh fuck mark Merritt. i don't know why that is but because you're such a you're you come on it's I'm just, hard i think i'm just like intense and you're intense like, and you're le- you look like you're above all the other com- i know comedy. But I, don't, I don't and, think and I your am. style of comedy is not the easy way to do no, comedy it's not the easy way you're like like the dennis millers the carlin's yeah. like the yeah. mary yeah. you're like intellectually people go i wish i could do it the other no, way you can, your brain doesn't function like that dude yeah. it doesn't function like like my brain doesn't function like some, you know, let's be real. Yeah. Everybody's going to categorize you when yeah. you get on stage. Oh, he's going to do black comedy. My comedy is not the easy way to go. I go into race. I go into heavy shit. I like my intellectual shit. Is intellectual. But you can also be. do the big funny stuff. I, I like, but I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of guy who's a big silly motherfucker. Yeah. But I'm a big Carlin fan. I'm yeah. a big, big, big time Carlin yeah. guy. I got to see him live before he passed. And I, I like that I take that other route. I've always been different. You know, I started out in Chicago at Bernie Max Club, and Bernie took me under his wing. I he like did? to say that he sure did. I I knew Bernie very well. How old were you? I was like twenty two. Really? And Bernie, he was a, a powerhouse. And he was already in his like ten, Shit. eleven years when I met him. I, the first time I saw Bernie Mac and Cedric, and uh, who are the other ones? D. L. Hughley, yeah, and um, Steve Harvey. Well, I don't know if it was Steve Harvey though. Uh-huh. It was it was the Aspen Comedy Festival. Oh, shit. And they brought those guys out there <sighs> for a showcase. Powerhouses. Dude. It was Cedric and Bernie. Ooh. And who the fuck else? When was, they were I don't think it was hungry. DL. It was must have been the mid nineties. Yeah. Oof. That's when they were and like in these and yeah. Bernie had already been killing at black clubs. Oh, yeah. Like he was a huge star. <laughs> but he's just up there at a ski area it's sweating. Sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it was something to see, man. <laughs> Never seen more. I've never seen dudes look more out of place yeah. than Cedric and Bernie in Aspen. In Aspen. In Aspen. It was beautiful. I tell you, motherfucker. Let me tell you. I don't know. I've never seen all these motherfucking <laughs> white people and shit. But let me tell you, goddamn it. I'm telling this motherfucker shit. This motherfucker crazy shit. Motherfucker. That's how Bernie talked. I know. Bernie, that was a very Chicago accent. Very South Side, Southern Chicago accent. When I first met Bernie, it's so fucking classical. I go up to him. I'm on the north side. I grew up on the north side of Chicago. You've been yeah. Second City. That yeah. that's where I grew up. Yeah. And so very mixed area, whatever. Yeah. So when I so they go, I was like, man, I want to do some urban comedy. I want to do urban. They go, well, you need to go see Bernie Mac on the south side of Chicago. And you're like 22. What you went to college? Yeah, I went to University of Illinois. And this is after you graduated. Yeah, yeah. What did you get a degree in? Psychology. How'd that work out? It was pretty cool. It's good. I've I've, I've gone beyond my degree using comedy and shit. I know. Beyond and when what did you Freud start doing comedy? About. What? 
When did you start doing comedy? Around 22, 23. That's when it started. So you got out of college, you're like, I can't do anything with that fucking degree. I said, I want to do comedy. I think I want to start comedy. Because in college, Tommy Davidson, I'd seen Tommy Davidson, and I hung out with him, and he hung out with me. Before he was all fucked up. Right. Yeah. And Tommy, I was like, wow, I really, really want to do this comedy thing. Yeah. And, you know, we used to always joke around. I went away for college, so we always used to joke. Where'd you go? University of Illinois, Champaign. Not too far. Fighting a lot. Yeah, two hours, two and a half hours away. Far enough. And um, we used to joke, and I used to. That's in college. What did you do in college? Play football and shit. I played a little football, and you know, I walked on a team, and they said you're going to be a really good comedian. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't getting no playing time. <laughs> um, so I started to really start. I was really militant in college too. I started getting really militant about black black, black history. Sure, and it just we had an African American uh, uh, cultural center yeah. where we all came together on Sundays and did our own private like. We started reading books outside of the curriculum, mm-hmm. and the president tried to stop it. Really, Stan Eikenberry? Yeah, he tried to stop it. Like what books? Well, bu- well, um, let's say Stolen Legacy, uh, the history of Black civilization, mm. um, 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 Behold a Pale White Horse, um, the autobiography of Malcolm X. Yeah, um, he had a problem with that. Well, they had a problem because we were learning real history and how whites made everything, you know, in in the books. When I, you know, going yeah. growing up in grade school, it was like, "Hey, slavery, and now Martin Luther King." Yeah, what? Yeah, must, and, something and prob- must have happened in between, right? And <laughs> probably now they're going slavery and the NBA. I mean, <laughs> you know, slavery and yeah. I mean, come on, you know. So we started to learn. Wow, we were doctors, lawyers. We were this. We were that. We we did so much, you know. And me being Nigerian, even though I'm an African, still I'm still an American. I'm treated the same way. That's why I don't understand when Africans come to America, they act like they're better than African Americans, which is fucking stupid because they treat us the same exact way. Sometimes, kind of yeah, in a way, right? You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, I've I've been told in auditions, auditioning for a Nigerian part. I've auditioned for Nigerian parts. They go, "You're not African enough." <laughs> See, they want me to go, hello. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you have some clothing for me to put on? I only have this loincloth over my cock. You know what I mean? They, yeah, you have yeah, actual yeah, white people yeah, telling me yeah. that I'm not African enough right. because they know Africa better than I do. So, okay. So at 22, they, 22 you, talk, yeah. you talk to Tommy. I and, talked and to Tommy and, and, I, and he hung out. He was so, and I said, after I graduate college, yeah. I was dating this chick. It was a rebound chick. And she had taken down these notes and she took down these notes and said, hey, you should like do, you know, you should, uh, uh, you should, uh, I wrote down a lot of the shit you were saying. and I've never heard anybody say it the way you say it. Yeah. And the reason why, and I'm being honest, I became a comic, not necessarily, oh, you're, you're funny. Everybody says that. I, I, I took pride in the fact that I was this, this black dude yeah. who actually knew about different shit. Right. My parents raised me. In a very different way. I knew a lot of black movies and black and white movies. I was I was I was just into a lot of other shit. I right. wanted to be an astronaut. I was into NASA and watch. I was very I was boring, but I played a lot of baseball. Yeah, I, my baseball knowledge is ridiculous. Yeah, and a lot of I mean I'm saying a lot of my friends, a lot of black dudes that I knew grew up with. I grew up with. I knew black guys that played hockey. Yeah, my friends they were hockey players. You right. Know? Um, so I was very, it was eclectic. I can consider that eclectic. Right. So I, I took pride in that. When I do comedy, I'm going to have so much different shit because every black dude is going to be kind of the same. Right. But I'm going to be different. And right. when I started to do Bernie Mac's club, Bernie was like, 
He's like, let me tell you why I like you. Because you, you're different, you know what I'm saying? He's like, you, you, you know, you got motherfuckers in the audience. And, and the audience would be like pimps, hustlers. But then Michael Jordan would be there. Yeah. All kinds of different people. He's like, but you, you know, you, you, you talk about all this smart shit. But motherfuckers is cracking up. He goes, you're versatile. And that's what I took pride in, yeah. was that I was different. That whenever I leave the stage... My thing is that dude was fucking different. He yeah. just talked about other shit. But I was it wasn't magic. I was just like, why don't I talk about this instead of that? Yeah. Everybody's talking about this thing. Why don't I talk about that thing? Right. And then when I came to New York, which made me 700 times better when I saw you guys performing, you and 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 Colin and fucking um Geraldo and I was like, wow, now this is what I'm talking about. And then I was like, you know, of course, you know, me, Robert Kelly and all of us, we were the personality guys and but then eventually all that we started to actually write better jokes and just watching you guys and i'm actually saying this watching you guys i was like fuck man i need to get back to, i need to get a tell jokes a tell yeah fuck man yeah and to everybody this, will watch it tell and be like oh yeah. i gotta go back gotta yeah and we still do and a tell is still we have to sell her you just go i gotta go back and write a where's better he, joke where's fuck. he got time to do that Jim? god damn it and i mean just really great jokes yeah, crazy. and joke writing. Crazy. And you're part of that. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't mind complimenting you. Not because I'm on your damn podcast, but you're a fucking phenomenal joke writer. Thank you. And so I got influenced. I said, how can I do that but still be myself, still use my whatever energy, but get – and so now I'm that guy. I can I can talk about really edgy shit. And be and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm not happy with myself when it's easy. I'm not happy when I get a cheap laugh. I like it when I get a laugh where people are like fuck. Well, yeah, and you do you, know? you, you really illustrate everything. You play it out. That's you act that's it how out. I do it. Yeah, I'm, it's, I'm, it's prior esque, and Carlin was like that. Yeah, he still yeah, acted absolutely. Stuff out. But but it's so you know. funny that how did, how did you stay in touch with Bernie all through? Uh... Yeah, I, I remember you remember Keith Robinson. Mm -hmm. Keith Keith uh, one time Keith uh, was I got have I got have Keith on for a long one. Did you have Keith? I'm on? not a neutral. I have him on a live one. Oh, you got to have him for, on. Yeah, no, yeah. No, oh, no. Keith, God damn it. Let me tell you something. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Oh, well, what the fuck? I'm so sick of you. God damn it. <laughs> Keith is phenomenal. Keith Keith was on, in, he was on tour with Bernie. Yeah. And so Keith calls me and goes, yo, Godfrey, man, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on tour with Bernie back. You know, he's, he just gave you a compliment. Bernie gets on the phone and says, hey, boy, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> I'm proud of you, man. And I said, and I said, I told you, Bernie was a good a good man to me he was he he used to school me on shit i was so fortunate to sit there with his wife and and him at three in the morning when the bar was closed and he would just sit there schooling me on shit like what do he tell you he would just be like listen let me tell you something <laughs> i like i have to imitate him yeah he said let me tell you something when the motherfuckers are on stage and shit you gotta understand it's not about trying to get a standing ovation and shit you gotta be he said the he said 50 percent of performance is being interesting. He's like, fuck, fuck a joke. <laughs> Let a motherfucker like that he's he like that he's in the same motherfucking room with you. Yeah. He said that's half the battle. Is them just liking to be in the room with you. And you see some comics that are not even that funny. Yeah. But they're just fucking you just want to be you just want to watch them. Yeah. You just want to fucking watch them. He said half the battle is just he goes, first of all, you're never going to be super funny five. He goes, too many motherfuckers try to be funny. He goes, that, that's, that's unreal. 
He's like, just be interesting. Yeah. The funny will be there. It's up and down. You got to take him for a motherfucking ride. You got to tell him a story. <laughs> yeah. The motherfucker, when you leave the stage, motherfucker, I know, I know about this motherfucker. I know this motherfucker. Yeah. You know, he, 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 he fucking, I'm telling you, he schooled me. I mean, I was able, I was fortunate to be schooled. I, um, one time, you remember when Jerry uh, Seinfeld was filming his uh, comedian? comedian? Yeah. I was around there. I got to know the camera dudes. Yeah. So Seinfeld, that's how I got in two scenes. Yeah. I sat there and Seinfeld like had asked me, he had seen me uh, do this bit about uh, going to Egypt when I had gone to Egypt for New Year for New Year's for 2000. Remember the big 2000 Y2K? Yeah. I went for, I, I still traveled, you know? And so I went and I came back. And when I came back from Egypt, I had a spot. I dropped my bags and, and still did my set. And I did this whole set about riding a camel, the camel ride. Seinfeld had happened to see it, and he said, I've been wanting to talk to you. And he sat me down, and I remember Jim Norton was looking annoyed that I was talking to Seinfeld. He goes, hey, man, I just want to give you some. He gave me advice. About? About, um, he said, how long have you been doing comedy? And I said, uh, I stuck my chest. I said, I've been doing about eight years, man. I was like, eight years. He goes, yeah. okay, that's kindergarten. Yeah, You know, that's kindergarten. Yeah. He goes, remember this. All your years in comedy, it's like it's like your age as a kid. That'll keep your perspective where you won't get too fucking high and mighty with your shit. If you're eight, if you've been doing comedy eight years, you're an eight year old. Uh -huh. If you've been doing it ten years, you're a ten year old. Uh -huh. Just think of it like that, uh -huh. and you'll just always kind of you'll just keep stay even keel. I, I think that's fucking cool. That was the advice he gave. You. He gave and that and he talked about certain jokes I do. He goes sometimes he goes. He goes, you don't mind me giving you, you advice. I said, dude, you have 40 Porsches. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You give me a hack joke, I'll yeah. do it. He goes, like some jokes where you laugh at it, don't laugh at it sometimes. If you stay more serious, it'll have more of a punch to it. Like some jokes you laugh at, I noticed, he goes, he actually, know, I was just happy as fuck. He goes, be, be more serious about it and it'll even have more of an effect. Uh huh. And I was like, fucking cool. So yeah. he gave me really good advice. So he's always been really nice to me. You know, Seinfeld, if you don't, he doesn't know you. Yeah. He'd be like, I, you don't never talk to me. Well, that's you. I, right, you, you, I try not to laugh at my own jokes unless like, I'm, real, I'm waiting you too long. You rarely laugh at yeah. your jokes. If you laugh, you know you're like, oh, shit. This guy, I got to make it work. <laughs> yeah, if, I'm, if I'm laughing at my joke, it's like the last, it's a Hail Mary pass. <laughs> I give it, I give it, the, <laughs> give it a few seconds and I'm like, oh. And so I've learned to stop. But I laugh at some jokes sometimes. I laugh a little bit. I yeah. go, yeah, it's funny. I yeah. like it. I'm laughing too. Sometimes it's a habit though. Like I've gone through periods in my life where you get in the habit of it. Mm. Like like when I used to smoke a lot of weed. Like, you know, you, you always don't smoke do anymore? No, I don't do anything. But like oh, you're funny. always half laughing at everything. And then the audience is like, I don't know why he's laughing, but I'm, I think I'm laughing too now. <laughs> you know, it's a trick. It's, it is a trick. Yeah. I'm starting to smoke weed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just started first, about six, seven months ago. You like did nothing, right? I did nothing. Everybody's, it couldn't, people ran away from me. Well, yeah. I figured since I had this underlying anger, like, um, you know, about what, like the Mark black Ruffle, thing? I, about all kind of shit because of conspiratorial shit. The reason why I didn't pick me because I'm articulate and smart. I'm not buffooning and all this other shit. I just anger about different things in life. Yeah. You know, maybe it's subconscious shit that my parents are gone. It could be that. It could be a lot of shit. You haven't worked that shit through? How I, long I you had it? How long I've had what? The anger. anger. Ah, it's been a while. My girlfriend says that. She goes, you got like, you're really like an angry dude. It, it actually fuels like my comedy though. It actually does. It yeah. does. But. Do you ever fight people? No. No, not really. I, I'm, I'm not really one of those. Because I'm angry. I get angry. Yeah, I but get... I'm not a brawler or anything. I'm no. not one of, I can talk shit, but I'm not. 
Yeah. I always want to slack the shit out of people. I always yeah. want to, in my head, smack the shit out yeah. of people. Like, I always have uh, pictures in my head of smacking the shit out of somebody. I, I used to. I don't have that much anymore. No, that's good. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, no, I don't know. I think it's. I think that I, I. I just had this theory that if I start smoking weed now, that maybe this stuff will start mellowing me out. Maybe I said, let me try it, and I think it might be working. I, I, I'm treating my girlfriend better. Like I'm not getting mad, and when she gets mad at stuff, I don't. Get, it's my reaction to her yeah. shit. And, yeah. And knowing that I did it, I'm like a little bit better. I think. I think. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm beginning. I'm not that good at smoking weed. I got edibles. I fucked up. I got these edibles, right? I bought like lollipops, chocolate bars, yeah. all this shit, and I got a lollipop. I tried. Let me try the lollipop first. Yeah. So I'm sitting. You know this uh, new channel by Robert Rodriguez, El Rey. No, it's good. Oh, fucking awesome! It's like they have. It's Grindhouse. Yeah. Kung Fu movies, um, seventies movies, uh, Italian western spaghetti. It's on yeah. TV. It's called El Rey. It's fun. It's awesome. Richard. It's Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, I know. And he interviews different directors. Yeah. Cor- Coppola. It, it's awesome. So, um, and it's for Spanish, uh, English speaking people. Yeah. It's, they show Spanish wrestling. Right. So it's all in Spanish? No, it's English, okay. but it's for English speaking Spanish people. My fault. Okay. So I was watching all Kung Fu movies, three hours of it. And I had this lollipop. I said, let me try this lollipop. Start licking that shit. And the dude that sold it to me said, yo, fucking be careful, dude. This is not a regular lollipop. I was like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Lick the fuck out of it. Yeah. yeah. And so 40 minutes later, I'm like, mm, shit ain't shit. Let yeah. me lick this a couple more times. Yeah. Holy shit. Two and a half hours later. Yeah. I fucking started moving in slow motion, but I was in regular motion. Yeah. And the Kung Fu movie was unreal. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm being serious. Yeah. And I, you know, when people talk about getting high, and I always used to, and me as the healthy dude used to be like, that's yeah, exaggeration. Right. I was fucking paranoid. I didn't know what was going on with my fucking legs and my arms were moving slow. And I fucking balled up on the bed like, yo, I'm not leaving the fucking house. You're in trouble, man. I was in, tr- and, and the dude, and I text the dude, and I'm like, yo, you're right about the lollipops. <laughs> And the guy goes, I told you, enjoy. <laughs> that's, it what it, felt, that's what his text said? No, it felt like, I told you, enjoy. <laughs> Everything was like, yeah. but I, you've, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you're really high. It was so strong. It lasted for like three hours. I was so scared. You didn't enjoy it at all? Nah. Just and it terrified. was a little bit of a nausea. Yeah. Yeah, that's- uh, that I'm was, starting to do weed, though. That was not a, that was not a horrible drug experience. But it was it was it was fuck it was it was rough because I'm not I'm yeah. not an expert and I'm well, also used to having control of your faculties always yeah. I was like what the uh-huh. fuck and I was looking around and then I went to the mirror to see Uh-oh. if I was in slow motion and yeah. I and I felt like I was in, I was in my own body in slow yeah, motion yeah. but my I was moving normally but I was like ooh man what the fuck yo yeah, so now you're in though. So now you're getting high like and every so day. I try, I try. You try to but get what's high great is like people always want to give me free shit because I'm not a drug dude. Right. But they go, hell yeah, I'm smoking weed with Godfrey, and that's right. cool. Yeah. Because I have at least a little bit of a name. I'm yeah. tiny. I'm mid level. No, me too. Mid level. Me too. Mid level. No, I think you're like kind of famous. Now. High, high mid level. No, nah, I think you're I'm famous. Top of the mid level. I think you're famous where you want to be famous. This is where you yeah, want to be. Yeah, yeah. Theaters. Yeah. You're not trying to do arenas. You're right. not an arena guy. I, no, could never do an arena. It's but a lot do, you, of pressure. Do, you, do you honest? Okay, we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. Me and Keith, we're talking about would you would you be happy to do arenas? I would say, and I told him, yo, 
I wouldn't mind doing arena for like the the money wise, but I I would if I had a choice, I'd rather do a theater. Yeah, just more intimacy. This is really the first time I'm going out for the small theater run. Really? Mm-hmm. I've done many- some. There are some cities I can do it in, like 800 yeah. to 1,000 seaters. Okay. Like the type of comedy, like to make a theater like your size, yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to you know, make it your yeah. size or you try to or get as fun. big as the theater. Yeah, you're- And then it's like, it might get a little weird. Because I know- I do, you know, but like, I, I like good, like certain comedy clubs. Yeah. I don't like all of them. Some no, of them right. are not great. Right. But I, you know, we'll see. I'm going to go out and see how it feels. And then after this tour, maybe. You're going to do a special? What are you going to do? Yeah, a special. I'll do a special. When the fuck are you going to do a special? Another dude? special? Yeah. Have you done one yet, a special? Um, I did uh, um, uh, Black by Accident Comedy Central. I did it at the Gramercy Theater. Standing, It was great. Oh, yeah. It went pretty good. good. Yeah, Black yeah. by Accident. You guys can go on iTunes with that one. It's yeah. still around. I did like three years ago, Black by Accident. Thank God there was that storm. Remember that storm that hit? Was it Sandy? Whatever that hit yeah. New York? Good, because everybody had to stay in. Uh, I don't know if you should say that. Well, shut up. <laughs> sad sad for the people that uh, Shut lost. up. People had to like kind of stay I'm in. I'm sorry that was difficult and you lost your house and stuff, but Godfrey's happy you got to watch his no, thing. Sh- you know what? <laughs> you throw me under the fucking bus. You threw yourself under the bus. I'm I trying sure to throw did. you a line. Well, trying to help right. you. We yeah, don't even have right. to put it in. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I left the door open for you. So you feel good? Are we good? I feel awesome, dude. I feel awesome. I'm working. Where are you living? Oh, man. The old Oakwood Apartments. They put me up at the Oakwood Apartments. Oh, really? Yeah. That's classic. Classic Oakwood. I used to drive past her going, fucking the Oakwoods. Everyone who was, from, who, like anyone who's anyone who didn't want to move here but got a gig here has lived in the Oakwood Apartments. That's a forensic file story right there. Mm-hmm. You, dude, you could literally murder a motherfucker. I'm surprised they haven't done a, a, a horror Furnished show. apartments. They're furnished. It's good. Yeah. It's great. It's good. You know, you don't have to worry. But that's go. known for where they put people up to who's doing long-term Everybody gigs. and their mama's over there. Yeah. You just don't really see them, but you see them, but you don't. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because, yeah. you know, they're trying woodsy. to be cool. Yeah. Woodsy. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's Woodsy. The, and the show puts you up there? Yeah, man. I Good, thought that was dude. cool. I'm glad you're working. Are you really happy? Yes. I'm, I'm glad I'm working, man. It's not, I'm it's happy not cool to come you. to LA I, I like and not you. be working. The reason why we have a good time is because we like each other. <laughs> you, <laughs> you struggle to say that one. No. <laughs> we could not do what we do. <laughs> we could not do what we do if we didn't like each other. No, you're right. You're right. I always liked you. You have, you, yes. you know, you know. Sometimes people will think Mark Marin doesn't like me. Yeah. People think that I go, no, nah, that's just his face. Yeah, yeah. It's just him not liking him. He did right. That's his face <laughs> yeah. not liking him that is reflecting out to you. That's right. That's exactly. But he's actually looking at himself. <laughs> exactly. That's he's, a, he's sort of like a Salvador Dali of his own face. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? That's, that's right. And it's it's not, he doesn't like you. He doesn't like him. <laughs> you know, I said to Salvador Dali of his own face, yeah. you got it, because I'm in your fucking world. Yeah, I think I, I, think I got it. I liked did, it. I liked the combination. But did you understand it? Because that one fucking painting of him painting himself oh, looking yeah, yeah, at yeah, you. Oh, yeah, 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 Looking with the wide fucking, eyes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the museum in Tampa. Uh-huh. He has his own museum. It's sick as fuck, too. It's oh, is so that where nice. the Dali Museum is? Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. They're, 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 the canvases are a lot smaller than people think. Right. They're well, a lot smaller. There's some are big as shit, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, Wow, he painted himself about to paint something looking back at you. Wow, is that talent. You like the art, you go to the museums. Yeah, yeah. I like I'm I'm an art my girl's an art where we love the art shit. We she's very medieval too. She's really a expert in medieval history. Really? She knows her oh she's sick with it, man. Sick with it. Anthropology and medieval So we go What does she do? She's a private equity, finance, Rutgers University, top of her class, business, sick as fuck. Got she it. Worked. She was a trader. 
Yeah. She was at Barclay. She's dope. You should hold on to her. Fuck. I, I am. You're I, living I'm a always, dream with this show business. I know. Thing. I'm always fucking up. I'm always acting an ass. And so she's like, yo, you stupid ass. You know, she's like, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. I did. I fucked up many times and she's forgiven me a lot of times. You going to have some babies or what? No, she doesn't give a fuck about that either. Mm. Mm. She yes. thinks they're going to come out funny too. She's like, that shit's going to come out funny as shit. I go, Why? all right, let's not Why? do anything. I don't know. She goes, we're two totally different looking people and it might come out weird. Huh. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. You might, you might, it might, because it could happen. Where's she from? Jersey. <laughs> so she, maybe she doesn't want none of that Jersey in the baby. Good Don't to get see hacked. You. Good. To, thanks. Thanks for. I, I would love to come back someday. Jesus Christ! You, we just did. I'm one. just trying to get my dibs in, dude. That's all. In case. Do you count for two black men? If I yes, back? yes, I can even talk like this. Hey, Mark, I want to tell you, man, I really appreciate you bringing me here, man. <laughs> dog. Hold it, save it, dog. save it for next time. Okay, I'll just come as a different dude. Thanks, buddy. Funny, right? Fun guy. Real edgy. Real edgy with me. Little edgy with each other. It's been that way for 20 years. Love that guy. Godfrey. That's it. Go to WTFPod.com for all your WTF pod needs. Port Chester, Huntington, New York. Red Bank, New Jersey. I'm coming towards the end of the month. Go to WTFPod.com slash calendar. Get tickets, will you? Thursday, Judd Apatow uh, is on the show for a second time. That's a rare thing. I never do that, but... You know, we wanted to talk. We were going to do a short one. Then we got to talking. We had a nice conversation. Then also on Thursday, tremendously uh, big announcement for everybody involved. Big announcement for everyone involved. Me, you, people in other countries, around the world. It's a, it's, I'm going to make an announcement on Thursday that's going to have reverberations around the world. I'll leave it at that. No music tonight. No guitar playing anyways. Why not just listen to the sound of the waves? Right? Pretty good, right? Fucking waves. Fucking relaxing, isn't it? Just listen to them. Oh, fuck yeah. Relaxing. Boomer lives. <laughs>